The autumn wind is a pirate. Welcome, Raider Nation, to the new and improved, hopefully, Oakland Raiders. <laughs> this is the Raider Nation podcast. I'm your host, Raider Greg, and the Raiders are moving and they are freaking shaking it up here in Oaktown. Boy, oh boy, their changes are coming by the day almost. Let's get to this because there is a lot to get to, shall we? Welcome to show 371. Before I get to the show, I must say that Rolando McClown has been picked up by the Baltimore Ravens. So, McClown, I hope if you decide to be a little biatch, a guy named Ray Lewis pops you in the melon, partner, because you're going to need all that discipline. Maybe that's a good place for you. I hope you learned your ways. Uh, Thanks for nothing, by the way. (laughs) That is it for you, partner. All right. On today's show, we will have just Flynn, baby. Yeah, we're hoping we just win with Flynn. Kind of interesting how it rhymes, but nonetheless, we're going to hit on our new quarterback, uh, supposedly the guy. There's competition, of course. <laughs> That's some bullshit. We're also going to hit on all the quarterback situations that are going on about that right now. We're going to talk about the Matrix. Yes, the Matrix. That is Resi McKenzie. What is the philosophy here? I think it's becoming evident. I mean, at least mainstream media has some kind of theory. I don't know, but uh, I'm going to give you mine none the freaking less. We're going to talk about the FNGs, those new guys. That's right. Who's come into the locker room, what they're about, where they are in their skill level, and what we can expect from this conglomeration of eager-to-please athletes. And that's what I'm going to talk about that for sure. We're going to hit that and the Bonalina. And that's it, man. we got that show for this week wrapped up. Hey, it's getting warm out there. It's kind of got that training camp feeling. Talking about that, we're going to hit on the draft as well. We're pretty damn close. Um, it really depends on what the two teams ahead of us do. But I don't know, man. Best player could be one of a few guys depending upon the matrix. (laughs) Hello, Neo. Do you know who this is? Morpheus. Yes. I've been looking for you, Neo. I don't know if you're ready to see what I want to show you, but unfortunately you and I have run out of time. This is your last chance. After this, there is no turning back. You take the blue pill. The story ends. You wake up in your bed and believe whatever you want to believe. You take the red pill. You stay in Wonderland. And I show you how deep the rabbit hole goes. Reggie McKenzie's a matrix. Oh, my goodness gracious. Let's move on to this show. Gosh. Rise, my nation. Gather around to prepare. Our shadow will fall with wicked damnation. Rise, my nation! Rise! Can you dig it? 
Rise up, Raider Nation, because we must do one thing. Just Flynn, baby. <laughs> we better be doing some damn winning with Flynn, and I got to tell you that. Let's hear why. Al Davis said it best, just win, baby, win. All I do is win, 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 no matter what. Got money on my mind, I can never get it up. And every time I step up in the building, everybody hands go up. And they stay there, and they stay there. Like in my last show, I was talking about the Carson Palmer phenomenon, the 900-pound gorilla in the room, the guy who was whining and pining first secretly and then blazingly out into astro space, whatever, astro glide, more the case. Yes, Carson whined like a little biatch, just like he did to get out of the Bengals. He didn't like the Raiders. We didn't have a winning team, a winning organization, a winning, you know, whatever, and we still weren't going to pay him his money. He didn't care about the money. That whole ugly situation, thank goodness that it was over. You know, we knew something was going on, and it wasn't going to be re-signing. We heard glimpses of that, and here we go. Carson to the Redbirds. Goodbye. Good riddance and whatever. Uh, You know what? I just never felt that he was a true Raider. I never felt like he was going to stay with the team. And I didn't think that he had the capacity to endure any other losing seasons ever because that's just who he is. <laughs> the team's not winning. <laughs> Whatever. So the Oakland Raiders, in their wisdom and surprise, Resi McKenzie's former uh, player, Matt Flynn, comes out of Seattle. Out of nowhere, actually. Uh, paying him a lot less money, I think six and a half million. His contract is laden with, a, uh, you know, with incentives. And I think he, of all the guys I've heard for a while, really wants to do well here. He understands the program. He understands the possibilities. Congratulations, Thank quarterback you. Matt Flynn. Welcome to the Raiders. I appreciate it. I think the word that has been used a bunch is excited. Yeah. Uh, tell me why you're excited to be an Oakland Raider. Uh, when, when this whole trade process started happening, I, I spoke with um, spoke with Reggie McKenzie, and uh, he kind of shared with me his vision that he has for the team and uh, where he sees this thing going. And uh, it got me excited, like I said. It got me, um, you know, chomping at the bits to, to get the thing done and, and get here and get to work. So it's um, I'm excited for an opportunity, um, and, you know, I really think that it's uh, going to be a good opportunity. And how is it to have someone like Reggie McKenzie mm. um, to be familiar with someone coming into a new organization? Yeah, you know, obviously he was in Green Bay when I was there. He was part of the, the team in the, in the room that drafted me um, out of LSU. And uh, so I have a good relationship with him. I always had a lot of respect for him in Green Bay. Um, knew that he had a, a good head on his shoulders. He had, um, he's a big picture kind of guy and uh, knew that he, he always knew what he was talking about. So it's... Uh, it's exciting for me to to be here and, and kind of see his vision and and know that it's it's run by a good man like that. Anything you'd like to say to the Raider family, to the fans that are getting to know you for the first time? I'm very humbled and um, and blessed to be given this opportunity. Um, I'm excited to to be a Raider and be a part of the the Raider Nation and you know try to bring some excitement here. And uh, it, it's going to be a great opportunity and you know. 
this place is going to get 100% out of me, whether it's on the field, off the field, um, in the community, wherever it is. Um, you're going to get you're going to get all of me, and uh, I, I can't wait to get to work. You know, I'm going to give it my best and give all my hard work to it. You've had a lot of patience, a lot of discipline yeah. uh, in your previous teams. So bringing those skills here, mm. uh, how do you think that that's going to help you? Uh, it definitely helps me. You know, I've I've set you know, behind on some really great teams, been a part of some great championship teams. I've seen how it's done. I've seen what it takes on and off the field, um, just from everyone on the team um, and the quarterback position. Um, I've learned from one of the, the best quarterbacks out there and Aaron Rodgers. Aaron and I are, are close and we have a good relationship. And once I got there, uh, we, we hit it off and he kind of took me under his wing and uh, We'd always talk about whether it was X's and O's, whether it was defenses, whether it was life, whether it was being a backup, whatever it was, you know, we, we've talked about it. And I, I learned a lot from him, you know, about the mental approach to being a backup, learned about the mental approach of stepping in to a starting role, being a starter, and being a leader. I can't wait to get here. I'm excited about it. Um, it's, it's one of those things where I'm, I'm not looking back, and I'm, I'm just ready to get this thing rolling. Was the approach that the Raiders took similar to the one that Seattle did? They said you're coming in here to compete. Yeah, absolutely. They, they, uh, I've had you know brief conversations now with the coach and and Reggie and and everybody. And what what they want to do is breed a competitive environment, and that's what it's all about. Uh, you breed competition at every position, and uh, guys start learning you know how to win, how to kick scratch claw whatever it what it, whatever it takes to win and um, you know that's you know that's what I'm excited about you know talking to them it, it gets me fired up for for what they believe and what they're trying to get out of it but at the same time is it, isn't it your expectation to, to come in and start I think that should be everybody's expectation you know whether you're competing for linebacker DB snapper whatever position you're competing for I think that should be your mentality you're, you're expecting to, to win that job and uh, you know that's a mental approach I'm going to take to it and I'm just going to you know compete every day I'm here to work and I'm here to compete and do whatever I need to do to to make this place uh, make this place better having said that after the Packers and now Seattle I mean is this kind of a kind of a third time's a charm type of thing <laughs> I don't know I, I don't I don't I couldn't tell you that but um, I know that I'm going to give it my, my best shot, and I'm a very confident player. Um, I'm very confident about you know what I bring, and uh, we'll just see see how that plays out. For the Raider Nation out there that just uh, kind of don't know you mm -hmm. that well, I and mean, what's your uh, what's your style? What's your yeah? Uh, well, you're going to get a, a smart, disciplined player um, that is that doesn't like to lose and doesn't accept losing. And uh, I've always been competitive no matter what it is and no matter what I'm playing. It's, it's something that I've been fortunate enough to be a part of um, very good teams, championship teams, whether that was in high school, college, NFL. And, and I know what it looks like. And I know what uh, that mentality looks like in the locker room, on the field, practice field, wherever it is. And, uh, you know, hopefully I can, I can bring a little bit of that here. When was the last time you were on a team with a losing record? First year in Green Bay. We were 6-10. Okay. Mm-hmm. No, no, we. So one year out of. Yeah, I've been I've been pretty fortunate. I've been pretty fortunate, and uh, I, I guess it's 
when you when you're on good teams for that long, it's you just expect you just expect it, and that's uh, I think that's a good attribute to have. I have. I've I've met briefly with him. Yeah. Um, really haven't talked X's and O's yet. Yeah. Just kind of getting to know him a little bit. So it's uh, I look forward to getting into the book and getting up here. But you understand though that this is a process that uh, y- they're going to ask you to be a big part of a building rebuilding process. Hmm. Um. Yeah. It's it's something that that fires me up. It's something that um, really, you know, makes me ready to get here because I want to be a part of something and be a part of something special. And I really think that that is a a big possibility here of uh, building something special, building a winning environment, um, and building a a really great organization. I think that is, uh, that's that's part of the plan. And, uh, you know, I'll be you know, like I said, I'm very humbled and I feel very blessed to have this opportunity and to be a part of that. He's had some great mentors, man. Come on. Aaron Rodgers, a guy who's got patience, who's got a melon, who's got a brain, who can tell you about defenses. He learned a lot of stuff from him. I have a lot of faith in this Matt Flynn guy. Now, not everybody does. Not everybody does. Now, I'm really sorry for the Terrell Pryor crowd. And I'll tell you, I was ready to let him play this year. But evidently, the coach is not. Don't be pissed at me or your fellow fan because evidently, Reggie and Allen have some kind of other plan for uh, Pryor. Because it's certainly not throwing the ball, and it's certainly not throwing the ball as first quarterback, no matter what kind of... Well, it's an open competition. You know, that's the best shit. You know it. So here we have a young 28-year-old quarterback that actually can run the ball. He can get out of pressure by leaving the pocket pretty quickly, actually. So, you know, everyone now the question is, is Flynn better than Pryor? Is Flynn better than than, uh, Carson? You know, I don't give a shit. We have Flynn. He's our guy. Yes, he looks pretty good on film. Nothing crazy, but the guy runs a great system just like we ran last season, and there could be some chains up. Who knows? We have a new offensive coordinator, and look, we have a new team. We can't expect Flynn to win. I'd love to have it happen. I'd love to have Flynn come in and just blow people away. But I'll tell you this. Let's be realistic, Raider Nation. Carson Palmer did not have guys to throw the ball to that could hold on to it for sure. I mean, even Terrell Pryor had a lot of dropsies from his wide receiving quarter. We don't have a number one guy. I mean, Ford is back. Thank goodness. We need a slot receiver. We need another guy outside that could take the heat off the inside. And, by the way, this team is not ready to really do much except for try to figure itself out this season. That's I'm sure of. You know, and the whole Raider Nation is should be expecting it because it's really kind of obvious what's going on here. I think Matt Flynn has a great opportunity to grow with this team and to make it his own. And the way that Reggie McKenzie is putting this team together, I think it's going to be good. We're not going to see a lot of victories, but we are going to see a team building. This is actual real-time team building. 
You got to break it down to build it up. This is what he's doing. Welcome, Matt Flynn, to the Oakland Raiders. I like the pedigree. I like the fact that, you know, we got you at a very good price and at a great age and someone who, you know, blew six. It's not easy to put up six touchdowns against any NFL team when he did it against the Lions, and they weren't that bad then either. So, you know, I got to give the guy a chance. Welcome, Matt Flynn. I, you know, I, I hope you can grow with us, man. I hope this is the answer this season. He's going to have to show promise this year. And, uh, well, and Terrell Pryor, man, I'm sorry, brother. The way it is. And <laughs> as long as we're talking about that, the Raiders go after Seneca Wallace. Now, here's another quarterback situation that is unusual. I didn't think would happen. Now, I like Seneca Wallace the way he played. He's a gutsy player. He's not a first-string guy. He proved that before. He proved it in Seattle with a pretty good team. But they were really interested. It said, between him and Thigpen, oh, my gosh, please, no. I would take Seneca Wallace as a backup quarterback. I think that's the role. But I think maybe there was a problem with his physical or something else because the Raiders kind of dropped him quickly like a hot tater. And uh, there's there's now they're they're putting the kibashi so far. Maybe the trade will go by later, which to me means it's not going to happen. So the fact that they're looking for these kind of guys is really not too good news for Mr. Terrell Pryor. I don't understand it. The Raider Nation's not going to understand it. People are going to be pissed. They don't give this kid a chance, but maybe he's not ready. I don't know. I'm just saying that the Raiders are obviously actively searching out backup quarterbacks. And there's make no mistake, McKenzie don't give a shit. They see something in Terrell Pryor as we do, so they're going to just do what they do. I don't know, but I know they're looking for a backup QB. Let's see what happens. Uh, interesting way we're ending up here this time of the month. Because the draft's around the corner, and they're making some big moves. So let's just move on to the next story, because that's kind of a big move story. So with the Raiders signing these type of players, it's an interesting mix. It's his matrix. Hello, Neil. Who are you? I am the architect. I created the Matrix. I've been waiting for you. <laughs> I'm telling you. It's a secret Matrix somehow, I think. That's what I'm calling it anyway. We have three new defensive backs. Reggie Smith, third-round pick for the 49ers in 08. Spent some time here and there and here and there. Guy who wants to get back in the NFL. This is the pattern we're talking about now. Tracy Porter, Mike Jenkins on Wednesday, of course, and a Jacob Lacey, who's not that big a deal, who didn't make the practice practice squad for the Panthers last season. And now it looks like we signed Rashad Jennings, a backup running back for Maurice Jones-Drew for the Jaguars. Well, I'm not, you know, guy was out with an knee injury all season last year. And this is the kind of players we're getting, folks. I, you know what? Maybe he'll be a superstar. But these are the type of players 
that the Oakland Raiders are rebuilding with young guys that have been injured, that have been pushed out by better players that could be possibly be uh, someone who can fill a spot. And, you know, it's disturbing, a lot disturbing for me, uh, actually, to tell you the damn truth. I mean, we re-signed Audre Carter. We also got a guy named Usama Young. Uh, and another guy who is marginally good, who marginally wants to come back, who was injured as well. So, you know, Matrix, as far as I'm concerned, for Reggie is fine as many, many guys on the injured reserve list of teams that have possibilities of getting in here and proving themselves for a season and then holding on to those guys until you can replace them with better guys later on. That's the Raiders. You know, McKenzie says that he's not going to forfeit this year. There's been a lot of speculation that they're just not going to play hard this year, and I don't believe that's true either. I think they're going to do their best to win, but look at what we're against again. We have a very tough schedule, as if we don't ever have a tough schedule, and we have a bunch of players that have never played before together, pretty much, and... A lot of guys that are unproven in the system and unproven because of injury. It's, you know, and then we have a new quarterback. You know, it's going to be a year of growth. So the expectation is not high. I'm If it is, you're crazy. I don't expect it to be gutter ball low. I expect there to be some good football in Oakland. I expect there to be good football in Oakland because they're a professional football team. And that coach better get it together because the fans aren't going to put up with much more horse shit that has been going on there in Oakland. I can see a clear, balanced approach. I see there's a lot of defensive pickups, and there are some offensive pickups. I think they're trying to mend the team in a very fiscally responsible way. All I know is, man, we got to have some kind of some kind of season next year. I mean, uh, the Raiders the Raiders are really kind of the mystery cat in the bag. I like it. I still like it. I like the mystique, and we still have it this season. Let's just hope we come out and we surprise some people and uh, open some eyeballs. That's what I'm saying right there. But hearing about Tyler Thigpen and um, Rashad Jennings as possibilities on this team don't give me very much hope. If that's where we're going, especially with Jennings, there's a bunch more running backs with much better possibilities than him. And I just don't think McFadden's going to be around actually this season if he's not completely there every game. I think he's out anyway. I don't know why they haven't tried to train him this year, but I don't expect him to last a full season. So, uh, well, <laughs> that's what I think about those two choices. We got to just see what happens, man, because it's just the beginning. The draft is around the corner. Uh, let's just look at that for just a second. In the NFL draft, the Oakland Raiders select, 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 select. Well, the big boards are narrowing the selections down. This means nothing if we trade down. I'm looking at the teams that might want to do it, and you know what? The Raiders have been on the boards for months telling everybody they want to give this pick up. So um, there's a good possibility it could happen. And, well, with this draft, who knows? But I do know this. 
Sharif Floyd's like number one in everyone's book. A uh, guy had a little bit of trouble at home, left home at a young age. Tough guy, mean guy. I like his attitude. He plays tenaciously. He's got some short arms, but, you know, he's a good player, and uh, he might do well for us. I like Ezekiel Ansah from BYU, man. I like his motor. I think he has speed. I think he's a solid pass rusher, and I think that's what we need um, for sure because number 99 needs some help up in the house. And, you know, I, I think this would be the guy to offset that the push we we haven't had in a long time on the Oakland Raiders defensive line. Uh, those are the two two names. Or of course, Barkevius Mingo is still out there. Uh, there's some people thinking we're going to take Geno Smith. Yeah, I surely don't don't think so, and I certainly hope not, uh, because we just acquired a guy for a little bit of dollars, but. Stranger things have happened. I'm looking to, to trade down. If we trade down, there's a lot of good offensive and defensive linemen in this draft. That's where we got to start building the foundations of the lines. We have to make these lines stronger for our skill players to be able to do their thing. Well, there you go. That's what it is on the draft for me. Let's hope we can trade our ass down for Joe. One eight hundred six two zero seven one eight one one eight hundred six two zero seven one eight one. Get on that phone. Also, do not forget www.raidernationpodcast.com or www.raidernationvideocast.com. You can check us out on YouTube as well. Check out our videos; they're great. Randy does a fantastic job on the site. All the news you could possibly want right at your fingertips. Get on it. All right. First caller of the day is a new caller. What is up? We have Raider Will from San Dimas. What is happening, my brother? This is Raider Will from San Dimas, California. First time caller. I've listened to you for many a year, uh, Raider Greg, and uh, I'm glad they burned up place to the ground because we're going to rise like a phoenix it's going to take some time but after this year we're going to have a ton of cap space reggie is building the team the way it should be starting with bringing in mid-level players but players that want to play instead of bringing in players who are good back in the day but they're in their last couple of years of anything left but all they do is come here and pick up a paycheck I think this team needed to be building on the ground up, and it's going to get somewhere in the next couple of years. Goodbye, Carson Palmer. Even if he was semi-decent by the time that the team was rebuilt, he's gone. He's an old man. So we now we have two young guys. Maybe they'll get somewhere. Maybe they won't. But in a few years, we'll have a team built up around, and we'll either bring in a new quarterback, or the ones we have will get somewhere. Thanks, Raider Greg. Go Raiders. Well, Mr. Wizard's working some magic. He's got the Matrix, is what I'm calling it, because I haven't seen anything like it ever. So he's putting into place players that he thinks have potential to maybe work out for a few years, maybe none, maybe one, but 
We ain't paying them all the dough. We shall see at the end of this year how this pans out. I hope it pans out well. Thanks for the call, brother. And next we have Raider Jess from Ohio. <laughs> I love it, man. What's going on up in there? What's up, Raider Greg? Raider Randy, how you guys doing again? It's Raider Jess from Ohio. That's right. Back again, baby, with another update. Matt Flynn to Oklahoma. Sounds real intriguing to me. I don't know about the rest of you fellas, but I don't know, man. This could be a little something here. I just say, get rid of Carson Palmer. Let that motherfucker go, you know? See what this young kid can do. I know he threw freaking, what, five, six picks to a bunch of studs at the Packer team, but, you know, same thing with Russell Wilson. Let him come in here and see what Terrell Pryor's all about and see if he can freaking, you know, beat him out. You know, I don't know if this is the deal that Jason LeCanfora is talking about it. Everybody's talking about it on ESPN, NFL.com. I'm just seeing what's going on right now. He's a smart dude, intelligent, West Coast type guy. He's not a real strong arm like Carson, but, you know, I don't think he's going to throw many picks either. So, I mean, with uh, Tony Sperano's power run game that we got going on, hopefully we can get McFadden going and see what this dude's about, man. I'm. I'm excited, you know. It's not, I don't hate Carson Palmer, but if he's not willing to take, you know, to take one for the team and restructure, then forget him. He's old, you know. He's <laughs> he's on his way out. Pack his bags, you know what I mean? If he's not going to be a Raider no more, then fuck him. But, uh, yeah, this could be interesting. I'm really interested to see what the rest of you guys think about this, man, because I think, I think we have some here. Do the same thing. Same thing as what they did with Russell Wilson. All right, y'all. Well, I'll talk at you guys later. You guys have a good one. Love you, Raider Nation. What up? Well, let's just watch this kid grow into this team. Hopefully, hopefully he doesn't get pummeled. Our offensive line looks like it's getting a little bit better. And the defense should do nothing but improve. I just don't know. We don't have really the slot receiver for him, tight end. I mean, we don't have much of a running game. We didn't have any running game last year. And McFadden, I mean, I just don't have any faith in the guy because he hasn't given me any reason to, not because I don't want to. So the backup uh, running backs better be ready to play. And this injury that he had, you know, last year with his knee and stuff, I mean, uh, jury's out. We'll see. We need a good running back, though. We need a great running game in order to keep the heat off this young quarterback, I should say. We'll see, man. It is an experiment on its way. We'll see. And next, we have a very good fan, very good friend. That's Raider Jesse James out of Dallas, Texas. The guy has knowledge. Check it out. Raider Nation. What's up, Raider Greg? Raider Nation all across the U.S. and the world. How y'all doing? Hope everybody out there had a good Easter or whatnot, man. Phenomenal times to be around your family. Enjoy these times. Got that out of the way. So let's talk Raiders. And this is going to be really brief. It's Raider Jesse James out of Dallas, Texas. I had to call in because I'm a little excited. Why am I excited, you ask? Simple. Palmer is out, right? He should be out. Hopefully by the time I call this, he'll be out. So let's forward this call to the future. All right. He's out. 
and now Matt Flynn is in, this is the way we got to go. I love this move. I love it. Cheaper um, to get Matt Flynn for now, although he might cost us money more, but we can always reconstruct that based upon performance or whatnot, or even could be more. So who knows? Palmer said that he wants to be in a team that has a better winning opportunity than the Raiders, even as a backup. So get him out. Get him out of there. We don't need people like that here. Matt Flynn has a chip on his shoulder. He hasn't been given the opportunity, just like Terrell Pryor. Let them two fight it out for the starting position, and, and we have a good situation there. We know we're not going to be elite for 2013, so these two uh, quarterbacks are awesome for what we're going through right now. Awesome. I'm out. Everybody stay safe. Talk to you guys later. Well, you're 100% right. Carson pulled the I don't want to be here anymore card. And so he's gone, like the whiny little biatch that he turned out to be. I had much more confidence in his character, I must say, than uh, what he showed in Oakland. Yeah, I want to be on a winning team. Well, everybody does too, you moron. Of course they do. So, Carson, have fun plucking those feathers out of your ass when that offensive line there of uh, the Redbirds lets everybody come through and kill you. So, there you go. <laughs> Great call, brother. Yes, we have Flynn. Flynn is in. Just Flynn, baby. You know we got to be behind this kid. Okay, thanks for the call, man. And next we have Raider Ray from Stockton, California. Regular on the show. What is up, my brother? Hey, what's up, Raider Nation? This is uh, Raider Ray calling out of Stockton, California. Uh, last time I called, I was defending, uh, Carson Palmer, um, and now I have a different take on him. He can go fuck himself. Peace out. Well, there you go. That's a Carson Palmer kiss goodbye. There you go. Well, that's it, man. The guy just whined his way out of Oakland. And look, we gave up a first and a second round pick and all the money and that's what we get. Thank you, Hugh Jack City, or like others want to call him, the Milk Dud. Thanks very much for what you did for us. Carson, like I said, you're going to be picking red feathers out of your ass. And my good brother from the East, Raider Rob from Maryland, what is up? What's happening? How you feeling? <laughs> Greater Greg, Greater Rob from Maryland, just chiming in on this offseason. I kind of dig what they're doing. I think uh, Flynn will be all right. Um, I just got done watching his interviews on Raiders.com with the new coaches. I like those guys. So, you know, I think it's going to be all right, man. I think his new linebackers are going to be pretty cool. I think, uh, you know, I actually think the team's going to be a lot better than they were last year. We have to take it in the ass for the uh, dead weight on the cap, but they were going to do it anyway and then just keep people that didn't do shit. So it's now they got some young guys that want to play. You know, it's all good. Go Raiders. This is the kind of reaction I'm hearing from the Raider Nation across the board is, well, you know, people were all freaked out just like me when they started to cut and blow and burn the damn house to the ground. But now I see how, how it's going. I'm, I'm thinking maybe... 
hey, I don't know. I don't know if we're going to be a Super Bowl contender. Probably not. But we could have some good seeds to move this team onto the next level further on. So let's have something else to see, man. We got something to look forward to, perhaps. And next we have Raider Zate calling from Memphis, Tennessee. What is going on, man? This guy's got some knowledge. Check it out. Yeah, what's up, Raider Nation? What's up, Raider Greg? This is Raider Zay calling from Mrs. And um tell you how I'm feeling, man. I don't care nobody say I love Kelly. Kelly was a beast. He was an intimidator. And um even on uh, ask, ask Kevin called about him. See that he um see that he don't think he's a beast. But uh, anyways, yeah, six and a half sacks the year before. I mean, uh, two years ago, Kelly had. But I was, you know, he was the one person I had. I could have almost paid that to me. I wasn't mad about that. Seymour let his ass go. Just not, not, not worth none. He was still powerful, but not really worth none. You know, as far as like um, consistency and being on a stable basis, healthy wise. So, not mad about that. And um, Michael Huff, um, I was kind of mad about that a little bit, even though he slowed out. His first four or five years in the league, whatever, he slowed out. He was one of the worst safeties. But um, he switched to cornerback, and I knew he was a better cornerback years ago. I, I called that out years ago. But anyway, switched to cornerback, and then he said, of course, he didn't want to take the pay cut. I can understand that because he said, okay, I had switched to cornerback for you guys. But come on, man, you've been Raiders for this long, and you slowed out your first four years. You at least owe us to come back here and try to you know help I help this team out, be, be that. But, you know, that's how, that's how business is. So he's going to get a job before DHB gets you know, I could see that happening, you know. But um, back to the other loss, um, Mike, Mike Mitchell, I was mad about that. Hit me up, he lost, um, we lost him, this and that. And, um, you know, just it was just terrible how we lost all these pieces. Hey, we're looking good this season as far as linebackers. I like that. Um, and the draft pick, who do we need to grab? I, I'm not sold on Sharif Floor. I'm not. I think we need to draft. Jarvis Jones, look at Pritt Nombles, the man is ridiculous outside linebacker. His number is ridiculous. He had a chip on his shoulder for two years straight playing in Georgia. 12 sacks one year, um, 14 sacks next year, school record. I mean, let's get let's take stick to these numbers now and stop being silly. We should have kept Kelly and had, um, had our nose tackle right there, but they, they wanted to let that go. So still pick up Jarvis Jones, pick up a decent tackle later on in the Later on in the draft and get some cornerbacks. Have to get cornerbacks, and it's riddled with cornerbacks all through this. I mean, he had plenty of cornerbacks all through this draft, so we can be able to grab us a cornerback. We can be straight on that. I like what we did about uh, picking up Barron. That was a great tackle, picking him up young still. So we straight on that position right there. That was not a hole, and um, um, I'm really looking. I'm really looking at it like if we use our personnel just like any football team should do anyways. If we use our personnel, there's no way still we shouldn't be second in the division um, behind Denver because the Chiefs going through that division period, and, that's, and the Chargers, they are almost like us as far as like letting personnel go and not picking up the best personnel. So we still can be second in the division behind Denver. So I'm not even worried about that. As far as our receivers, I'm worried about that. Our receiver core is still a great receiver core. You look at them, okay, we, we're dropping past this and that. Moore is, Moore is going to be back full and healthy, hopefully. And um, Streeter, he showed promise. But what people don't know about it is, y'all watch out for Crowder. Jerron Crowder, that's who I like. That's my boy right there. And um, I don't know anything. I don't know him personally. I just look at him. I'm a fan watch. I like Streeter. Streeter, my boy, we're going to have him. He's going to be making plays. we got more. Put four, 
put forward in a slot. He can be our next work worker if he put his mind to it. But that's just me talking. Like, you know, these football players got to put in their own mind so they want to do it. But get your own corner at wide receiver uh, number two, I think. Or, you know, put him in, and, you know, however you want to use him. But that's our Aquan Bolton. The man can grab. The man is a – he got hands out this world. He can grab anything that comes in his vicinity. And y'all see him with the white gloves, number eight and four. So y'all watch out for him, man. I think that's our number two receiver. And on uh, defense, it's people out here we can grab, man. Just be smart about it. So that's me checking in. Raiders eight, checking in from misses, and uh, I'm out. I love the call, man. I love the passion and the knowledge for sure. I, you know, I think once Kelly got that fifty million, he played okay, depending on what everyone else was doing. If the team was sucking, he was sucking too. So, you know, I don't know if you can blame the guy for that, but he took a lot of plays off in my book. Now, the Sharif Floyd thing, I am totally with you on that. I don't know, man. I think there's a lot of of talent in here, and I like that Jarvis Jones big time. I look at film, too, and he is a beast and a half. He has got such speed and tenacity, and he gets after people, man. I, I like that pick. I would do that pick. He's, he's slated to go like 9th, 10th, 11th, 12th. I think he moves up, man. I like this Jarvis Jones cat. It's one of these guys that only comes across once in a blue moon. We definitely should pick up on that guy. I agree. But Kelly, yeah, I never thought he had it after he got all his money, brother. But, hey, man, we can't cry over spill milk now. We got a new team. We should do okay. Like you say, man, if the coach is coach, and the players play, we got a chance. Thanks for the call, man. And there is my very good brother, the Mr. Positive Man, the guy who always brings the plus when it comes down to the Raider vibe, man. Raider Jaime from Bakersfield. What's up? Raider Greg, Raider Randy, Raider Nation, Raider Heimdall calling again out of Bakersfield. Hey, man, I just had a call in and just... uh speak out on how I feel about this uh, trade. I'm I'm glad about Flynn getting signed, give Pryor a, you know, a chance to compete. Um, you know what, I like Carson Palmer, but you know what, I understand they wanted to free up some more money. They cut five, you know, five of the biggest contracts on our team, so, I mean, Reggie's, he's, you know, he's, he's putting his work in, man, he's, he's doing his job diligently, and 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 he's uh, freeing up some money for next year, man. And I like what he's doing, you know. And this thing, uh, I'm I'm really excited about seeing Flint get signed on. Uh, I like him a lot. The advantage that he could read the defenses a lot better than uh, Terrell Pryor can. You know, I think think it's because you know he's got you know four years experience, you know. And yeah, he played one game. Both of them played one game, but you know Terrell Pryor that that game against San Diego, he blew a lot of reads, man. And uh, when Flynn played the game against Detroit, he, he it was obvious that he didn't blow a lot of reads. That's why uh, he was able to get what six scores in, and that uh, and that was a good Detroit team too. So, uh, but anyways, you know, not enough knocking heads, but I'm I just like I like I like what they did. It was it was a pretty good move. Um, fucking Reggie is not afraid of fucking you know starting from scratch. He's already shown it, and. Uh, I'm I'm getting behind this guy, man. I really like what he's doing. I mean, he's he's 
making a lot of decisions that, that needed to be made. There was a, a lot of contracts that were blown out, you know, big time, you know, just some fucked up contracts, man, you know, and it had to happen that way, man. I hate to see Shaughnessy and, you know, Brian go and, you know, a lot of the other guys, you know, but other than that, man, it's, we're looking kind of good, man. I, you know, there's, there's a couple of guys I think are going to stay on the team, and if they do, they do. If they don't, they don't. But, uh, man, I sure hope we start uh, looking at some cornerbacks, man. We need some good veteran cornerbacks, and, man, I'm going to keep arguing this, but we need a, a number one receiver, and we need another uh, uh, a hard bruiser back there in the running back position, man. We need a bruiser back there, a big back, you know, a big bruiser. So let's see what Reggie got in mind. Let's see, uh, let's see what they do on draft day. Uh, I, I sure hope he trades down. Um, I know he'll trade down that number three spot, which would be the smartest move. I mean, everybody sees it. But uh, it's looking good, man, I think. On paper thus far, it's looking good. We'll see how it, how it looks uh, when it transpires on the field. Huh, Raider Greg? Well, uh, and then I want your thoughts on this, man. Um, I'll talk to you guys later. You guys take care, man. Go Raiders. Well, I think that's where we are. I think we're building a new team. And we do need some defensive backs, but... He's picked up a few uh, injured guys, uh, up-and-comers, so we'll see about those positions. He is working hard on the D. I think defensive line will be a big, big part of his deal. I would love to see a slot guy, a good receiver, someone, uh, but there's been a few that have passed us by that were reasonable, so I don't expect us to do anything as far as the receivers go. Maybe pick someone late, but I think we got enough guys. I think Kreiner is a good guy. I think all of our receivers are good. Moore was hurt. Ford was hurt. we got a good chance to see something happen this year, and I do agree with the running back too, man. We need someone who's a bruiser, and we haven't seen a good one since Bush. Thanks for the call, man. We have a mystery caller commenting on Reggie McKenzie changing the team. What's up? Reggie McKenzie needs to put his stamp on the Oakland Raiders in the greatest way he could do such is changing the uniforms. And I don't know exactly how they'll look. I just hope that the helmets are black. Well, I don't know about them damn uniforms, but I know that the people in them are certainly different. That's for sure. <laughs> The uniform might be the same, but those bodies certainly aren't. Thanks for the call, brother. I, I think they might change it someday, but hey, man, don't mess with what works in my book. And next we have Rada John from Seattle. What is going on, my brother? It's tough up there, man. <laughs> them sea chicken fans, I don't know, but I'm not liking them. What's up, man? <laughs> Hey, hi, this is John Collins. I live in Seattle. Raiders season ticket holder from 88 uh, to 94. Um, I'm calling because I'm just looking at the state of the Raiders. Um, I like what McKenzie's uh, doing as far as bringing in extra coaches or getting depth in the coaching staff. Um, I like what he's doing as far as signing future reserve people. Um, he's trying to build some depth there and and signing some of these hungry people. That's how you find people like Foster, you know, who was undrafted. Also in the undrafted uh, free agent class, whatever, or rookie class last year, 
We got three of the top ten picks. So I don't know. It's going to look ugly for a second, but we're going to run a system. And it's not going to look like what we've seen, but I've seen a lot of franchises do this. So some of the successful ones, we'll see if it works. Um, don't know. But I believe no matter what our first pick is going to be, someone that's going to rush the passer. Uh, that's it. Uh, next year, like I said, we are completely rebuilding, getting the cap in order. Let's see how it works out. Go Raiders. Very nice call, my brother. And yes, we do need someone to rush the passer. It's about damn time we have some cheering on the defense. I love that part of the game. And we have been sorely missing some good time blow-ups in the backfield on the other team, that is. Thank you for the call, man. And next we have Raider Mike from Northeastern Pennsylvania, man. There is Raider Nation every freaking place and definitely in PA. What's happening, brother? Hey, Raider Greg. It's uh, Raider Mike from Northeastern Pennsylvania. I haven't called in a while, but I had to voice my opinions here. Uh, I've been listening on the internet and just hearing all this Raider, the bashing of uh, you know the Raiders, especially on the NFL Network, and uh, people bashing Reggie. And I got to say, I've been a fan of the Raiders for over 30 years, and I kind of like the moves he's doing. Um, you know, I think we're getting rid of a lot of dead weight, uh, getting a lot of consistent losers that we had, guys that don't have any heart. So it's time to move on. I, I like some of the pickups that we got. You know, Reggie wants to start younger with some new blood. And uh, I'm glad Carson Palmer's actually gone. He uh, just throws too many interceptions. He's up there in age, and he just can't. He's just not going to improve the team. So I think it's a new direction with Flynn, and uh, I'm glad that's going on. Also, with the defensive moves we made, I like Roach, Porter, and I hope they draft uh, Floyd. I think the defense will definitely be improved from last year already um, from the pickups. So I kind of like the moves Reggie's making. I think you got to give him a chance. Him and Allen, uh, this is really their first year together. So let's just uh, hope that they're going in the right direction and we got to kick some ass. Uh, we're going to have a tough again with the Bronx Donkeys, and I think it's time uh, to give Reggie a chance. So uh, enjoy the rest of the summer, and I'll talk to you soon. See you. Well, that's what I'm hearing from the Raider Nation right there. You know, we have, we're going to have patience now. I mean, all the freaking out is over with. We're starting to see how the team is being put together. And, you know, it seems to me fans are open to it. So, you know, of course we got to be open to it. But, you know, we'll see. I haven't seen this ever happen to this team, so it's something new for me. Got to be something new for you. <laughs> Thank you for the call, my brother. And, yes, I have been waiting for this call. I love this guy because, well, because he's cool. My friend, Money Man, has spoken. Raider. Yeah, this is Money Man has spoken. Raider. Ready, Greg? What in the hell is going on out there in Oak Town, man? Free agents, it went okay. I wasn't too disappointed in what went down. We picked up some pretty good players. 
got rid of some no prayer. That no, they were just too much to hang on to. I understood all that. And then your boy pulled this bullshit. He wanna get his ball and go home now. Yeah, you know who I'm talking about. That redhead quitter that already laid down on Cincinnati. Now he's trying to do the same thing here. But you know what? I ain't mad at it. I do that the type of player he was anyway. Sit there and hold us, fool us, thinking he's going to be the answer. Mr. Bubbles brought him in to do something here. And 8 and 16 later, I don't want to play no more for you. That's fine. Take your ball and take your red ass head on. Go on. We don't give a damn. We ain't paying no goddamn $13 million anyway. We'll go with Terrell Pryor. That's what I want to do anyway. But, oh, Dennis Allen not going to have that. He looking for anybody, anybody. Hell, even Kevin Cobb saw her ass before he even played Terrell Pryor. Now they want to go and pull off a trade for Matt Flynn? Matt Flynn? Are you kidding me? What has he done? He'll start in one more game than Terrell Pryor. Now you think he'll answer. You want to give up multiple picks for this guy. Picks we didn't even got in the first place. What the fuck is going on in Oakland? We need those damn picks if we rebuild him. Keep those picks. Let's bring in somebody like Vince Young, who has a similar skill set with Terrell Proud, and let them battle it out. If we don't win much, that's fine. The class of 2014 going to have better quarterbacks than this one do. Then you can address your quarterback problem if need be. But don't sit there and give away your picks for somebody that already got his ass beat out by a rookie third-round from last season. That's asinine. What the fuck is that big red-ass blob doing up there, man? I'm tired of this bullshit. Mark Davis, I know he can't sit there much longer and deal with this. These two idiots don't know what the fuck they're doing up there. I'm getting tired of it, and I know he is too. And saying that, I'm out. Well, I knew it would be a rant, and I knew... It would be a very good one. You know, man, I thought Terrell was going to get his chance, but I guess you are right because neither coach, McKenzie, Olsen, Allen, nobody wants to touch Pryor. I don't get it. Why is he still on the team if they're not going to let him play? I don't get that either. I mean, you're taking up a spot for someone else with this guy. So, I mean, <laughs> use them or lose them, I think. There's no other position on the team, I think, that has this floating position. I don't get it. Either let the man play or let someone else play the guy. But just letting them hang out, is it's bullshit. And they're talking about Wallace and Thigpen? Thigpen? Please, man, that must make your blood Really boil, man, because it pisses me off. And Carson, that's all I got to say about that.
Another one of my favorite callers, Raider Grant from Salem, Oregon. Dude, you must make it to a game so we can have a brewski, man. <laughs> I love your takes, too. Uh, you know, any one of y'all are invited to come to the Mecca. You know that. And party down with the Raider Nation podcast crew and the Bad Boys of Barbecue. I got to throw that in there, man, because I want you guys to show up. It's a blast, and I love to meet you guys. So, Raider Grant, what the hell? What's up, Raider Nation? This is Raider Grant up here in Salem, Oregon. I'd like to start out by saying hell fuck yeah to Raider Greg and Raider Chago for their rant on the latest podcast. I thoroughly enjoyed listening to them and have to agree with Raider Chago on being patient with Reggie McKenzie getting the team in order financially and competitively. Reggie McKenzie's hands are somewhat tied with the financial issues left behind by Big Al. So Mr. McKenzie's, <coughs> excuse me, Mr. McKenzie's sorcery level as a wizard is at Harry Potter status currently. While the nation thought we were getting Gandalf, the white wizard to lead us into battle and save the day. It is my opinion that a lot of the time to do so, Mr. McPotter will have the team ready to roll in a couple of years. Thus, that's why we picked up three nobodies on the free agent market to fill voids and most likely won't pick up an impact player until just prior to the draft. For the Raider Nation who are impatient like myself, there are three tiers to the free agent market. The first tier is the opening day, where teams have money spend money to excuse me, where teams that have money Excuse me. <laughs> I'm so sorry. Uh, the first tier is opening day where all the teams with money to spend uh, pick up big-name players. The second tier is between opening day of free agency, and the third tier is where the teams look to fill the void. Oh, man. I pretty much messed that up, didn't I? Okay, let's start over. The first tier is the opening day where all the teams with money spend to pick up big-name players. The second tier, the time between the opening day of free agency and the third tier where teams look to fill voids left by the teams that have signed their free agents. Third tier is the days just prior to the draft when teams pick up what they can before heading into the draft. Thus, Reggie McPotter skipped Tier 1 and went directly to Tier 2. Look for, the, look for the Raiders to release busters and sign an impact player during Tier 3, just prior to the draft. Now, I was on the bandwagon that McPotter was brought here to gut the team in preparation to be sold. But now I believe McPotter is methodically planning his moves to ensure the Raiders are dominant team once again. Me, personally, I can't stand Dennis Allen, and I have no patience for his stupidity. I believe he is McPotter's fall guy and will pick up a new head coach next season. Of course, I could be wrong, but as a head coach, you're a leader of men. How can Dennis Allen state he couldn't even run his defensive schemes because he didn't have the personnel to do so? This is still the NFL, right? Let's just start at the ground level of coaching. The coaches who work 40 hours a week for peanuts and then get off work to go teach the basics of football to Pop Warner and Boys and Girls Club team and have them somewhat clicking within a short amount of time, you would think a professional head coach would be able to get his men or get men who made careers out of playing football to follow his direction. Instead, Dennis loves to give excuses. He just stood there all season looking like a spoiled brat and didn't get the Christmas present he wanted because he didn't have an exceptional team. Thus, choosing a head coach without any experience is part of the reason last season was a bust. The team took a deep, deep breath and said, fuck this shit. I could care less about any of the 31 other teams in the league, but I do like to keep track of what's going on in the NFL. Look at how excited the Eagles players are to get Chump Smelly from Oregon for a head coach. They're super excited and thus will play and follow his direction. 
If a player or coach doesn't follow Trump Smelly's direction he instilled in the team, he won't wait until everyone is behind closed doors to address the matter. It'll be addressed right there on the field. Trump Smelly might be as tall as Barney Rubble and look like Fred Flintstone, but he'll have his four and twelve pick his four and twelve team and make the best of it because that's what a head coach does. Oh, man. If Mark Princess Davis and Reggie McPotter were drinking fountains, Dennis Allen had to have both his fingers on their buttons slipping from both faucets in order to be where he is today. I swear if I ever see Dennis Allen before he's released from the Bears, I'm going to punch him right in the eye so the next time that someone sees him, at least he would look tough and fit the image. On that note, I just got a new Doberman puppy, and I named him Raider Vader in honor of our iconic Raider fan, and also because I'm a Star Wars freak, but not a geek. I'm so frustrated, but whatever. Much love, Raider Nation. This is Raider Grant, and I'm out like trout on a seafood route. Out like trout on a seafood route? I love it, man. That's like a Jim Rome epic rant. That's Romanesque. I love it. Listen, Reggie McBubbles is doing his thing. We got hoodwinked by Milk Dud, a.k.a. Uh, Hugh Jackson, Hugh Haxon. Anyway, man, we have a lot of things to go through. I don't know about Dennis Allen either. I, I got to give him this year, man. I got to give him this year. He just went from position coach to defensive coordinator to head coach in that length of time. One year, one year, one year. He's got to have learned something. I'm sure he's going to bring it. We have a defense we're building for him. And if he doesn't do it this year, yes, I would have to say Allen is out. But I think he'll do it because I think he'll have the tools. I really do. Love the call, man. Love the rant. You keep it going. Be strong up there. And I got a new puppy, too. I have one dog already named Raider, so this one got named Bella. Go figure. I wanted it to be Rilla, like Gorilla, but, you know, I got outvoted. Whatever. Thanks for the call, brother. Listen, man, this guy, I love this guy, too. He is a very passionate Raider fan. Strong feelings. I love it. Sincere, true dude. This is Raider Todd. What's going on, man? Raider Nation, Raider Greg, my man, my brother, peace and blessings be upon you and all the Raider Nation, and to Raider Randy as well, and to all my Raider Nation brothers and sisters. I was sitting here watching Bruce Arians on the NFL Network. They got Carson Palmer. Now, you see how he hated on us, and he talked bad about us after he came in and blew our chances. He talked bad about the organization. I am happy that he's gone, but I don't like the fact that you got Matt Flynn. What is that, another slap in the face? So Dennis Allen, you going to put him before Terrell Pryor? That man, Matt Flynn, he sat behind... Let me get this right. Aaron Rodgers up there at Green Bay. Then he left and got a big contract down there in Seattle and got moved out of the way 
by Russell Wilson, and we picked him up. We just got rid of a big contract. What the hell are you doing? Mark Davis, we don't need a GM, man. Take some gumption, man, and some pride, brother. Get rid of Reggie McKenzie as a GM. Put him as a linebacker's coach, man. Put Dennis Allen as a defensive coordinator. Later, Todd, out. Well, Raider Todd, I'm sorry, brother, but, man, you know, Mark Davis is all smiles about this whole move and all this money he's saving. He's laughing all the way to the bank. You know, I'm telling you, this is what's going on. They need more revenue. So they're going to do it the way they're supposed to do it and wait till we pony up enough money to pay enough to get these players paid and get guys that can bring people and put their asses in the seat. So, you know, it is what it is. We're going to have to ride this wave. We'll see what happens at the beginning of the season. It should be interesting. At least it's entertaining. That's what I got to say. Thanks for the call, man. And next from Bend, Oregon, the mystery continues from the Raider Mystic. Nice guy. What's happening, brother? Hey, what's up, Raider Nation? Just chilling on a nice evening in Oregon, in the middle of Oregon, Bend, Oregon. It's Raider Mystic. And I'm just uh, calling in, you know, lots of lots of things have been uh, changing. Um, man, so many people have uh, been signed in the last couple of days here. I believe it's like April 8th, April 9th. And uh, I just, uh, I don't know if it's official yet, but I just saw where uh, Seneca Wallace, I believe, was is getting signed or might be signed. And, yeah, I hadn't heard of that guy for like a year. Um, but being from the Pacific Northwest, it's a name that popped up quite a bit uh, playing for the Sea Squawks. And, you know, the one thing that I couldn't stand about that dude was that he was he was all right and uh i thought he was uh, pretty good i don't know what his role really is um but uh he was fast he could throw he slithered like a snake is what i always said the dude was pretty crafty so now at quarterback we got uh three uh Three pretty good guys. I don't know, you know. I don't know uh, who's a star, but I think there's potential in there. Um, and, of course, to my displeasurement, I knew Rolando McClown was going to end up haunting us in some way. And I heard he uh, there's a deal closing that he's going to be a raven. And, you know... He's going to love playing the Raiders when he gets his chance. So watch out for that circus show because it's going to be coming to a theater near you real soon. Anyway, just wanted to give my little opinion on Seneca Wallace. And, uh, you know, as much as I uh, disliked the Seahawks over the years, that dude always bugged the shit out of me because he was all right and he did some good things. So people that uh, might be pissed about the Seneca thing, 
I don't know. He reminds me of uh, a little bit of Tuiasa Sopo in a sense that he was, you know, I always thought Tuiasa Sopo was smart. You know, you, you put him in the game, Tuiasa Sopo always only had like two minutes left in the fourth quarter or something, and he could almost change the game around. And Seneca Wallace has that ability, you know, if uh, whoever's going to be first string is hurt, not a bad option. Anyway, that's my views. Nation, stay strong. Bleed silver and black till the motherfucking day I die. And Raiders! I freaking love this call, man. I knew I would. The ending was especially touching, really, honestly. Listen, man, Seneca Wallace, he was always scary, very scary quarterback. He was not Tui. Tui went kablooey. I didn't see much from him. Wallace didn't get much of a chance either, but I think he'd be a good backup. However, there's a kink in the deal. It ain't happening for now anyway. So the Raiders continue to search for a backup quarterback. It's just, it's scary for uh, for Pryor because until now, I thought he was going to be the number two guy, but it looks like he's going to be the number three guy again. Uh, brutal for him. So we'll see. I don't know if Allen has a real finger on this team. I, Allen's hard to figure, man. I hope he uses these guys to their best abilities because he sure as hell didn't do it last year. Long time no here, brother Raider Sid from the IE. Mo Val, that is Marina Valley. For those who don't know, I know. I've been there. What's up, brother? Hey, Raider Nation. It's Raider Sid from Mo Val in the IE. Hey, Reggie McKenzie cleaning house. You know, it's a fucking tough job, man, but he's got to do it. We still have $48 million of dead motherfucking money that we got to deal with for this year. So, you know, it's going to take two years to clean up the financial bullshit, and then you can start building. You can't just go out and start signing free agents and spending all your goddamn money. We've got to take care of it from within, man. So uh, hold on, Raider Nation. It's going to be a long fucking bumpy road, and uh, I don't see too many wins next year. But what I do expect is some motherfucking effort from each and every goddamn player on the team. None of this Orlando McLean bullshit where you just sit there and collect a paycheck. No, that, that shit's over. We've got some players in here that are going to be hungry. And you know what? We can build on that. Okay, so, uh, and this Matt Flynn kid, I hope he kicks ass. I hope he proves to everybody that Seattle made a fucking mistake. So, uh, you know, with any luck, Flynn will be a Raider great. If not, we still have to search for that uh, franchise QB. All right, man. Can't wait for the fucking football season to start. Can't wait for the schedule to come out because I want to go to Dallas and be in that huge stadium watch the friggin' Raiders kick their ass. Okay, so uh, let's kick ass in the draft. Everybody keep safe, you know, and let's just beat the shit out of the AFC West at least, okay? Later, Raider Nation. 
I agree with you 150%. I would love to see Matt Flynn just light it up with Moore and Ford. And, you know, the guys we have here, Kreiner, uh, you know, all doing their thing. Oshbury, a, a team that could really do something in a defense that would actually be mean and be worthy of people being afraid again. I'd love to see that this year. At least even the beginning of it would be a refreshing change. And I hope this kid plays well, man. I do. Because I'd love to shut everybody up in the NFL. I'm tired of being beat down. We are. We're sick and tired of it, damn it. Thanks for the call, my brother. Well, Raider Nation, that is it for this show. I know there's been a lot of signings, a lot of action, but really what the bottom line is is we have these mid-range players with possibilities, possibilities of doing better, possibilities of not being on the team whatsoever. But what we don't have are a bunch of overpaid guys that aren't getting the job done. So let us see how the new offensive coordinator – and the new defensive scheme for these new guys works out. Let's see. Because it can only get better. And it can only get better because we ain't paying as much for a four-win season. If we get a four-win season, even if we get a four-win season, it's better than last year. Because we didn't have to pay all that damn money to see it. So things will get better. at perfect faith. Let's hear from the draft. It's coming. Let's hear what you got to say. I think that kid out of Georgia, that linebacker, he is the real deal, once-in-a-lifetime player, Ray Lewis-type guy. I like him. I would take him. Let's move onward. Draft is next. I am Raider Greg, and I am out. Out.